She knows the law. Karen Conti is our legal eagle. I always like to reach out to her on issues that I find perplexing. Maybe you do as well. And with this shooting in Maine, I cannot imagine how that small town has been rocked because we saw that in Highland Park. And it doesn't stop. You know, I mean, right now people are still sheltered in place. They can't even reach out and comfort loved ones or neighbors or family members. And the people in Highland Park are still traumatized. So every time a story about Robert Cremo III pops up, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, we're reliving some of that again. Karen. Well, and Lisa, did this did this strike you, this one in, in Maine, where the guy was having hearing sounds in his head and voices, et cetera. He was put into a mental institution for a couple of weeks, apparently, and they didn't take away his gun? That's I mean, frightening. You know, where is the connect there? I mean, when someone goes into a mental institution, there should be some procedure that there is a check and balance on, on whether or not he should be carrying guns. I think in Maine, there are so few killings. I think less than 30 in all of 2022. The entire state is smaller than the city of Chicago when it comes to population. They've got 1.2 million people that live in the state. And there really aren't many gun laws because people use them for the real reason they should be here, to hunt, you know? And so right. it's right. kind of unusual. But then, you know, in the midst of that, we see that Robert Cremo III is placing calls from his cell. Karen, is this a thing? Can inmates have phones or tablets? It all depends on where you are. And there is kind of a, a, a like a push to get these tablets in to inmates. I, I don't know who started it. I don't know whose idea it was, but more and more states are are having these free, actual free prison tablets. Now, you might have to pay for certain services. You may not be able to get music, but they are allowing prisoners to do that so they can do their legal research. They can communicate with their loved ones to keep ties into the community. Um, and that's what I assume is going on here. I, it's just kind of a new thing. And a woman recorded this video call this conversation with Robert Cremo III. This is the Highland Park massacre suspect, and she violated jail rules. So um, apparently she's banned from making further video calls with inmates, but it's a 38-second clip of the call. It got posted on social media. Cremo claimed the shooting was, quote, a false flag operation orchestrated by the FBI. He appears to be wearing a blue jail uniform. He names FBI agents. I just don't get it. I, I think I'd walk in, uh, you know, I feel like I'm walking into my kid's bed. I'd walk into the cell, take that away from him. I'm like, you don't get that privilege. Well, and I think they did just that for a little bit of time to punish him. And, you know, there's all kinds of laws about allowing prisoners to make telephone calls. And there's been litigation over the years because prisoners do have a right to make phone calls. They don't have an unfettered right to make calls, but they they have to be able to talk to their attorneys. They have to be able to to talk to their loved ones. And uh, and and like I said, you know, there is no constitutional right to complete unrestrained phone access. And in most prisons, when there's no tablets, there's certain times people can call. You have to be on a particular phone list. It has to be done in a particular way. And many of them are recorded. Um, but that it is surprising to see that inmates are being given tablets. And you know, when they abuse the process like like he did. You know, I think there should be some sort of punishment. Absolutely, because you can use those tablets to run all kinds of scams on people. Well, absolutely, and make money. I mean, we, we all know prisoners, infamous prisoners, have been able to make money in, in their prison cells. And John Gacy was, uh, had a 1-900 number where people could listen to his voice, and he was taking painting uh, 
orders and, and selling them uh, to, to people who wanted these, you know, horrible paintings that he did. So, I mean, it's, he's not the, this guy wouldn't be the first one to be running some sort of scam or business from the prison. Hmm. It's just unfortunate because, of course, it gets posted to social media and people who are still suffering the trauma and the tragedy of what happened in Highland Park, you know, happen to pop onto social media and they're like, what? And so it's it's just sad. Okay, there's another legal story that I thought was kind of funny. Um, Not many legal stories are funny, but this one is of interest. There's a woman in Pennsylvania. She reads tarot cards. She's a fortune teller. Um, They do a local write-up on her in the newspaper as a small business owner. And a police officer, I think the police chief, goes, what? I don't think you can read tarot cards. Digs up an old law that it is against the law and tries to, I don't know, arrest her. What's the deal on this story? Yeah, well, in certain states, all fortune telling is illegal. And apparently in this town or in this area, it, it must be illegal. I think, unless I checked, it's five or six states. Um, and, and basically, you know, there's also been litigation about this because a lot of arguments are that, hey, I have a First Amendment right to say what I want to say. And if people believe me, they believe me. If they don't, they don't. And it's also, in some ways, a freedom of religion issue, because if the Catholic Church gets to, uh, you know, say things about, you know, their its faith or Scientology or whatever it is, you know, you, that, that is not based on any particular fact. It's, it's a religion. It's a spiritual matter. And, and the argument has been, and it's been successfully argued, that people who do this kind of thing are spiritual guys, and they should be able to do what they do. So it's kind of interesting. And I think, you know, I think the bottom line is, a lot of these are based upon scams. You know, they don't want they don't want to have people defrauded by people who promise them you have a curse on you, and now I'm the only one who can lift the curse. And you know, there are people out there who believe that. Well, there's a lot of people because I know in St. Charles there was a place that had neon in the window and a residential house. And I know if you're in Naperville, there's one there that's open all hours. A lot of people go to these fortune tellers. And I just thought it was odd that these old laws are on the books. Do they ever purge any of these laws that have been on the books for 100, 120 years that are no longer applicable? Yeah, they do. And, you know, and sometimes they just they're on the books, but nobody enforces them unless it becomes a scam. You know, and occasionally you'll see some elderly person who gives a, a psychic, you know, $200,000, the last of her savings to, to do something. And, and those things then get prosecuted. But, you know, even in New Orleans, I was telling your producer, I was down in New Orleans and I know how to read tarot cards because I did it when I was a kid. So I had bought a beautiful set down the street on Bourbon Street. I went into Pat O'Brien's. That's the place where they have the hurricane and i've seen the most outrageous behavior there including naked people dancing on the bar and i was asked to leave because i was reading tarot cards it was against the parish's law that says that you cannot do anything occult in a public establishment and i was asked to leave i think i was the only person ever get kicked out that's crazy because uh, there's a place right there that called the bottom of the cup and that's what they do but i guess you have to have a business license you are operating without a business license karen (laughs) (laughs) And hey, by the way, before I let you go, do you watch Suits? I don't. I should, but I don't. You have to. You have to. Um, and, And then one day you can tell me if that's what corporate law is all about, okay? Uh, That's my homework. Okay. Okay. Have a great day. (laughs) All right. You too, Lisa. Karen Conti, our legal eagle from Conti and Dolan. Steve's News is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Chicago's Day!